Here we go. West Hills Friends is a Quaker meeting in Portland, Oregon. You can find more information about our community at westhillsfriends.org. As a Quaker community, we encourage everyone to share from their hearts, especially as it pertains to God's leading in their lives. These words are shared into a community that values the opportunity to respond and dialogue about what is said. The responses and dialogue are not included in this recording. The views expressed in this content are solely those of the original contributors. And do not necessarily speak for the entire West Hills Friends community. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Good morning, friends. I'm Elaine Stewart. For those who don't know me, I've been hanging around West Hills since... I think at least 2,000, if not a little before, although it took 10 or 15 years to join. Um, this month's theme is hope in the midst of climate change. I am privileged and very blessed to work as a restoration ecologist out in natural areas. And that's kind of a fancy way of saying I'm a scientist that does science-based home improvement for wildlife. Essentially, um, I, I try to find what a place needs and I try to heal it when it needs healing and otherwise just turn it loose if it's already healthy. Every day when I go to work, um, I do get confronted with what's happening with climate change. Um, it informs my work, it makes my work harder. Um, but I have a quotation at my desk that inspires me every day and I wanna share it with you. It's from Hildegard, who is an amazing mystic prophet, uh, nun. I, I don't even know how to characterize her. <clears throat> I am the one whose praise echoes on high. I adorn the earth. I am the breeze that nurtures all things green. I encourage blossoms to flourish with ripening fruits. I am led by the spirit to feed the purest streams. I am the rain coming from the dew that causes the grasses to laugh with the joy of life. I call forth tears, the aroma of holy work. I am the yearning for good. There is bleak news for the planet. I mean, Wilbur encapsulated population growth very eloquently in his first word. We are worried, and for good reason. It looks like many of our leaders may not follow through with what we need right now. But we are not powerless. Fear, grief, Worry, these are all natural reactions. And it's really easy to get depressed when we think about the state of the world. I mean, do any of you remember deep ecology from like 20 years ago or so? Yeah, remember everything it did for the world? You know, sometimes, um, some, sometimes if we get too wrapped up in pain and grief and 
Personally, that's all I remember about deep ecology is grieving the pain of the earth. Maybe that's why nobody talks about it too much anymore. Like I said, all our feelings are legitimate and valid, but some are immobilizing and they can paralyze us. If we live in fear and worry and depression and grief, they can, they can be paralyzing. In the early 90s, I visited New Zealand and Australia. Going to the Great Barrier Reef was on my bucket list. So one morning, I got up and I caught a ride on a tourist catamaran to get out to the reef and do some snorkeling. It was a huge catamaran. The thing held probably 100 or 150 people. And the Australian guide in his snappy, crisp white suit very proudly proclaimed that the catamaran was so powerful, it was going to burn as much fuel getting out and back from the reef as most of us would burn in our car over the course of a year. I was crushed. I felt ignorant and I felt very guilty for that heavy footprint I left that day. So the next day I got up, I wasn't going to have any part of that cat catamaran again. So I got on a little mail plane and flew out to one of the islands to go for a hike and do some birding and do some more snorkeling. So we landed on a grassy strip on the island, and I got off the plane, walking down the steps and walking across the, the um, landing strip, and there were all these dead birds. They were brown noddies, which is a beautiful seabird and one of my favorite birds in the whole world. They were killed by collisions with the plane. I felt ignorant and guilty. My ecotourism was anything but eco, wasn't it? We love our Earth. We love the lives that we're given to live here. And we make mistakes, and we feel ignorant, guilty, sad, responsible, overwhelmed. And we grieve our lack of power to make the changes that our world needs. But we've got to remember to allow other feelings in, too. I am the breeze that nurtures all things green. I encourage blossoms to flourish with ripening fruits. I am led by the spirit to feed the purest streams. I am the rain coming from the dew that causes the grasses to laugh with the joy of life. In the late 80s, I attended the Michigan Women's Music Festival. Um, for those of you who may not know about it, it is an incredible week of community, art, craft, multiple faiths, and of course, a lot of music. The festival culture at that time, and perhaps still now, was primarily lesbian. As a white, middle-class, cisgender, hetero woman, I was distinctly in the minority. There were thousands and thousands of women in this temporary village. I attended the straight women's support group one morning. <laughs> Both of us felt a lot better after that. <laughs> but I digress. Um, at one of the workshops, 
I learned a Native American song that I believe is Navajo. It has stayed with me for all the decades since then. Um, it was a simple song. I'm going to read you the verses, and then hopefully I'll have enough nerve to sing it, and you will join me. Um, I walk in beauty. Beauty is before me. Beauty is behind me, above and below me. The second verse is the same, except for the very last line. I walk in beauty. Beauty is before me. Beauty is behind me, around and within me. I walk in beauty. Beauty is before me. Beauty is behind me, above and below me. I walk in beauty. Beauty is before me. Beauty is behind me, around and within me. This song's purpose is to restore your harmony and your sense of place in the world. Look around, breathe, smell, feel, touch, see, hear. Feel hope. Nature is not depressed. It is not grieving or fearful or worried. It just is. Nature needs us, and we can do things. We don't have to wait for anyone else. Move, take action, own your power. The world needs you. And look around, you can do things, simple things. If you're driving on the highway, go 55 or 60 instead of 70 or 75. That cuts your carbon emissions from your car by probably 20%. Just do the math, it's your mileage. One of the greatest threats to wildlife is habitat loss. Put native plants in your yard instead of formal landscapes that don't give them the food and shelter they need. Another threat to biodiversity is invasive species. Volunteer to help restore a park or a natural area. Write letters, call elected officials, avoid packaging, recycle stuff, use durable grocery bags. We all know these things. No matter how how powerless you may feel, they make a difference. When we compare these little actions with the magnitude of climate change, changes in the jet stream that bring us weird snow events and the loss of sea ice that endangers polar bears, well, these actions may not seem like much. But imagine them multiplied by millions, hundreds of millions, billions of people. And imagine that every time you claim your power and you take action, the very grasses around you laugh with the joy of life. We walk in beauty. We are blessed. It's hard for fear to take over when we're grateful. So do what you can and do a little more. Be the breeze that causes the grasses to laugh with the joy of life and laugh with them.
There's enough worry and sadness and fear. Look around. What beauty do you see, hear, smell, touch? It really is a wonderful world, and it needs us. How will you blow the breath of your life through our world and make it laugh?